The following is a presentation of AOW Productions. This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do not necessarily say to reflect those of this station or its management. Bringing you controversy at its best with uncensored music, comedy, and political discussion. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio for the 27th of February, 2021. I'm your host, Bad Billy. All right, I do apologize that I could not have a show last week. Brand new computer and other circumstances, you know, working the kinks out of that. But I am back and I got a great show for you this week. Now, if you remember back in 2016, I spoke with Danny Rossi of the band One out of Montreal, Quebec. Well, I'm going to be speaking with Danny again. He's with a new band called The Outliers. I'm going to be speaking with him and, of course, his bandmate, Johnny. Yes, yes, indeed. In fact, a second consecutive interview I've had out of Canada, out of Montreal, to be precise, too. Second consecutive, yeah, because the last time I interviewed uh, Frederick with uh, Suicide for a King. Later in the show, I will be welcoming back Jericho Green because there's more stupidity going on that just has to be addressed. But before I get to all that, I want to cue the latest single from The Outliers. This is called Light Me Up, Enjoy the Ride. I'll be back with The Outliers right after this. And we go a little something like this. Hit it. And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio. Yeah, man, he blew my mind. 
Hey there, thrill seeker, rocking out to the station. I hear you, you're probably even sipping on a drink right now. An average blah blah drink in a can or bottle, one that doesn't quite hit the spot for you. I'll bet you want something different, don't you? Something more. Take your shot with Cold Cock Whiskey, the best whiskey anywhere. Why? Because it's different from other liquors. Cold Cock Whiskey is herbal whiskey. 100% all natural herbs blended with aged American whiskey. No more morning after sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly. Because there are some people out there who need practical advice. And yes, I'm talking about you. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Think about it. If you've lost one shoe, you've really lost two shoes. Ooh, is that Mr. Holland? Yes, ma'am. Please don't touch. Americans are builders, improving on the old and creating something better. But every brick we lay has a foundation, and that foundation is the freedom to speak out, to be able to dare and to criticize and to think. Freedom of speech is the solid ground on which our nation lays, and without it, the structure of America cannot stand. Never forget the First Amendment. Never forget the ground on which we stand. This message brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association. First, there was Cracked Up Live. This is Cranked Up Live. Then, Cranked Up Went Country. Today's best and tomorrow's greats. Cranked Up Country. Now, Cranked Up Live is back. <laughs> this is a sizzling hot podcast. Cranked Up Live. Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington will keep you listening, keep you laughing, and keep you coming back for more. Convicted felons will no longer be called convicted felons. Do you know what they want to call them, Curtis? <laughs> no. Justice-involved individuals is what they renamed them. Listen and download the podcasts at crankeduplive.com. Check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash crankeduplive. Cranked Up Live. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. I'm Nick, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Light Me Up, Enjoy the Ride by the Outliers. And it is my pleasure to, to welcome Danny and Johnny from the Outliers to the show. How are you guys doing? Good. How about you, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thanks for having us on. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Danny, it's been a while since uh, the last time I talked to you. We're talking uh, almost five years, and uh, that time you were with another band called One. And uh, yeah, between uh, now and then, what have you been up to? Uh, I took a, a little break. You know, I uh, I had a, you know, I quit. Basically, I had enough. It wasn't uh, 
wasn't me anymore. And uh, I took a little break. I was trying to find people to work with uh, to what I wanted to do personally. And, uh, you know, wasn't really having much success, so I just kept writing music and riffs by myself and melodies and trying to figure it out. And, uh, but nothing too serious. I was just enjoying myself, having fun. And then out of the blue, my, uh, my buddy Johnny, a couple of months back, messages me. He's like, hey, dude. <laughs> he goes, I got this riff and the song. If you like it, you know. And I mean, I haven't spoken to John uh, probably in about 15 years, you know. We're just old friends. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, right? And then I'm just like, wow, man, I, I really dig this riff. It's really cool. It's groovy and right up my alley. And uh, I said, give me a couple of days. And I, and I worked on this song and... Uh, and then it was more serious. We really liked it, and we wanted to get it to, you know, to sound like a professional recording, like a hundred percent. So, uh, so we took all the necessary steps. So, but more or less, though. So uh, between that time and now, you just you just needed a break, and when it was time to come back, you came back. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I to do it, it had to have been the, the the right opportunity. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Exactly. So, um, how would you say uh, the outliers uh, differs from one? Um, wow, it, it, the styles are different. You know, the, the styles are different. Uh, this is more uh, what's well, more bluesy based rock, and uh, and it's stuff I like to, to play. You know, I can write more catchy pop melodies to this type of music. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I mean, but it's two different styles, you know. It's hard to compare, you know. Music is music. I listen to everything. I'll listen to, you know, Pavarotti, and I'll listen to, uh, um, you know, any type of heavy metal, you know. So it's like, um, it's whatever, you know, floats your boat, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So, light me up, enjoy the ride. Now, I'm catching the lyrics a little bit, and uh, as you know, I mean, uh, this is, for the second time in a row, I have somebody on my show out of Montreal, and when I spoke uh, to Frederick last week, uh, and he he was telling me the way things are going with the lockdowns and everything there. Um, kind of, I'm listening to "Light Me Up," and uh, I can uh, kind of catch what that might be about. No, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, hey, Johnny, you wanna? I mean. Depends if you're talking about the song or as a whole or the the words, but well, I mean, uh, look, I, I uh, when I heard it, that's what I thought it was about. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I pretty much I pretty much sent the riff to Dan, and I was like, at this point, it had drums and then had bass and then everything. I needed vocals, and uh, I sent a, I reached out to Dan pretty much like he said, like after about 15 years, I was like, hey, dude, I got this riff. Um, if you mm-hmm. like it and you want to sing on it, it's all yours. And it, he got back to me after a few days with um, a rough recording of, of some vocals he had he had worked out at home and and uh, some some lyrics. And when I first heard it, I thought, okay, well, clearly we know what this song is about. And then uh, when I when I you know, I, we didn't talk about it until Ben recorded his, his the final draft. And I said, uh, so okay, so cool. We wrote a song about you know, light me up. And uh, and then he elaborated that it might have been about something else. And it's uh, more of a metaphoric uh, and sentimental thing for Dan, which uh, which is one of the inspirations for the name, right? The Outliers. So we're we're, we're not entirely honest about what the lyrics are, to be honest. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
Now, um, with, I mean, I have to be honest, though. I mean, uh, with everything I've heard, you guys have one of the, in, especially in Montreal, you guys have some of the strictest lockdown rules that uh, I have ever seen. I mean, it just blows my mind. Um, so, has putting this to putting this together? Um, how difficult has this has this process been because of that? Uh, Dan, you want me to? Yeah, you you go about, ahead, man. Right, because cool. the whole backstory is yours, buddy. You tell them how it's done. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look, I'll I'll simplify it. But um, Billy, basically, you're right. I mean, we uh, we've been on lockdown for a while, and then the, the first lockdown last March wasn't uh, quite as strict as this. I mean, we didn't have a curfew like we do now, but we still had quite a few uh, rules to follow. And uh, I guess most of of uh, most of everyone that I know was going stir-crazy at home, and I was looking for a way to fill up my time. And I basically started playing a lot more guitar than I normally do. And uh, after I sent a few riffs out to people because I really missed playing with people. I sent out a few riffs, and this was the one that worked out. This was the one that came back. Uh, the drummer on the track, Max Zeno, uh, sent me back some drums after within a couple of weeks of sending in the riff. And, uh, and that sort of started building up from there. And I thought, okay, well, this needs a bass now. So it was never really... Um, it was never really a, we have to get this done. This is a project I'd like to see come to fruition. It was always kind of like, this is a fun riff. Let me just send it to an, a friend and see if, if they think it's fun too and if maybe they want to contribute. And I honestly had, I, I had no goals for the song until, uh, well, we heard it. And then when, once everyone had done their thing and uh, Jean Etienne had uh, laid out his space and then I reached out to Brandon and he did his, uh, his thing and then, of course, Danny, you know, it was the, the polish that the song needed. When we heard it, we realized, all right, wait a minute, this, this, this sounds like something. Sounds like it could be something. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, of course, I talked to uh, some guys um, even, even before all this madness started that uh, basically that they're in a band, but it's like they're separated. They're in, uh, you know, especially... Uh, you know, one band in particular out of Georgia. Well, their their drummers one place, their bass players one somewhere else. You know, and what they're doing is they're just basically they put they put together uh, one track on either a wave or MP3 file or something, forward it to the next person, next person getting all the mixing done. Did you have to incorporate any anything like that in putting this together? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, it was a lot of forwarding back and forth. Um, it was, uh, in the end, it, I wish I, I, I'd love to lie and make up a whole story about how hard it was and about how, you know, how much turmoil we went through to get it done. But I think uh, everyone, everyone kind of took the position of, all right, this is going to be fun, so let's just have fun with it. And meaning, you know, I sent it off to Max, and, and when, when he kind of came back with, what do you think? you know, is, is this kind of what you had in mind? And I went, yeah, of course, do your, do your thing. It sounds great. I'm not going to give you any input because I'm not a drummer. So, you know, and, and that's kind of like the tone we took at every step. So there was a lot of going back and forth, but there really wasn't a lot of trouble. It was just, it just felt easy. Everything flowed really, really well. Yes. Yes. 
And of course, uh, you know, one thing I always want to know is uh, since since all this this whole COVID thing had started, you know, what uh, what are the positives you can take take out of the whole thing? Um, you know, a lot of artists they have more time to write songs, they have more time to spend in the studio or finish uh, projects they started and never got around to finishing. You know, what positives can you take from the whole thing? Um, you know what I I I think when I started this, it was really cool. Like the one other thing about COVID is that you know we had some of the big bands. I mean, I think this, one of the original ones was uh, Sammy Hager in the Circle. We started doing home jams and and piecing together videos, um, entertaining people because a lot of people were stuck at home. And uh, then you had people, you know, us included, writing music and and. You know, some people did collaborations that uh, that they never did before with people, some people from around the world, some people from their hometown or even their home bands. Um, again, entertainment factor, and a lot of it led up to some really good music and uh, and sometimes even good causes. You know, donating the money to charity. It was a uh, there's a you have to try and find the positive. You keep looking at the negative, honestly, like it'll drive you bananas. So, uh, so yeah. The, I think entertainment value uh, for people, so they're they are not so mundane. Some fresh material is always fun. Yes, yes, I agree one hundred percent. You gotta, you know, you can't let the whole thing bring you down. You gotta find find some kind of positive outlet. Yeah, totally. And you know, like to touch on what Danny said, I uh, I don't think if if there is a silver lining musically, at least and creatively, I, I would say this whole collaboration would have likely never happened if, if, uh, if we weren't, you know, under the restrictions that we have right now because of the, the, the current pandemic. And um, not to say that, that we welcomed the pandemic, of course not, but we would have probably just gone on uh, with our lives and, and collaborating with the usual suspects that we all have been for a long time. So, uh, yeah, I guess if there's a silver lining, it's the fact that it's connected a, a group of people remotely that, I mean, some of like, Three out of the five guys in this in the project don't even know each other. I've never met in person. Wow, wow, that's amazing. It's amazing. And yet uh, you've never met, uh, but uh, still somehow beyond all this madness, uh, you, you you know you could still put something together. And usually, uh, you know, when putting something together, you have most of the time you have to be in person to do that. But uh, anyway, so looking ahead into the future, um, you know, this thing cannot last forever and will not last forever. Um, what do you think uh, your plans are uh, once uh, once the restrictions lighten up? What, what are your plans from there? Or have you thought that far ahead? Oh, we, we discussed it a little bit. Uh... You know, we're gonna we're gonna take this song. It's out there. Um, the feedback is really positive. Uh, we'll ride the wave for a while. For a while, like, enjoy the ride, uh, for lack of a better to phrase. You know. Yes. And, um, you know, and maybe possibly work on more. You know, as soon as there's another cool riff. Uh, that's why we're referring to this as a project and not a band. Because I mean, I think with a discussion with Johnny, if we're gonna call ourselves a band, we should be together playing. So we'll just call yeah. it a project for now. <laughs> you know. 
and um, and take it from there because uh, like we all enjoyed the process and we're all interested in maybe more, but one day at a time. Yeah, and I, and I think it doesn't just depend on us, right? Like, I mean, it was fun, and, and, and this whole thing started. The objective was have fun, keep doing music, because you're stuck at home and you can't really do anything. So, And you miss playing with people, so let's do this and have fun. But it, it doesn't just depend on us, because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, as much as it was fun, it was a lot of work. And, um, what we're seeing, though, from the reaction from the, the people who have heard it and have seen the video and a lot of the comments and a lot of the feedback we're getting is, along the lines of, hey, when's the next one? Are you guys doing like a, a, a whole bunch of other songs that sound like this? Which, to be honest, I don't know about you, Danny, but it's not something I was expecting. It's, um, either, honestly. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's overwhelming in a positive way. And, and because of all the feedback, like, well, you know, I mean, if, if people are, are asking for more stuff, well, we started floating around the idea of maybe let's start with just round two and take it from there. So one step at a time, I guess. Understand. So you're basically going in the direction of uh, of baby steps, and it's interesting. You say it's uh, not really a band yet; it's a project. It's uh, basically it's an experiment. It's, it sounds more or less, but uh, it doesn't sound like a failed experiment to me. Especially, uh, I like the way the song sounds. I think it sounds great. Um, you know, and I'm I'm hoping you're going to put out some more. Thanks, Thanks, Bill. Yeah. Yes. All right. So, also, uh, you may not have thought thought, uh, as uh, far ahead on this, too, but uh, as far as uh, venues, have there been any requests from the fans or anything like that, uh, a specific venue they'd like you to play or anything like that? Um, with yep. everything being closed, um, I you know people are not expecting live concerts anytime soon. Yeah, so well, not in our area anyway, right? Like because of the restrictions, yeah. I think it might not be the same where same everywhere, and and um, and probably like it's it's not as restricted in the U.S. But up up here in Canada, especially in Quebec, where I think we're the we're the province with the the highest numbers, and and so they've been. Really, really tough on us. I, I don't think anyone's expecting to be out in a in a music venue anytime soon. So, with the requests we have are more along the lines of want to hear more, give us more of this stuff, and I guess that'll be have to be good enough for now. But it'd be fun to get out and do this as a group, you know, actually get in front of people and and jam a little bit. Yes, yeah, yes. in a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, now I, n- I noticed too in the in the video, of course, it's. Basically, four or five different cameras, you know. So, and uh, the way things are being done, like you you said with Sammy Hagar as well, you know, that, um, you know, basically they're doing stuff online to keep the fans entertained. Um, Have have you guys done anything like that where basically, uh, you know, you have your webcams on and uh, you're doing what you can to entertain the fans that way as well? I mean, I, 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 we have all, I think all of us have done it on an individual level. I've seen Max puts out these great drum videos once in a while. Uh, I always make sure to sit down and watch because he's, uh, you can tell from, you know, the video and the, and the, and the recording that 
he's a fantastic player. Brandon has done the same thing. He puts out his own his own stuff. He's done the live webcam stuff and tried to entertain people as well. So I think everyone's done their own version of it, but the outliers are so fresh and uh the response has been so good. We we haven't had uh we haven't had time to digest it all yet. But Dan did mention uh you know, why don't we do something like as soon as soon as we can, as soon as we can be in each other's houses, because right now we're we're locked down. We're stuck. We can't go anywhere. But as soon as we can, it'd be nice to get together somewhere, put a webcam on, and maybe do something like that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, I'm just I'm just blown away with some of the laws they have made as far as as the lockdowns cons- is concerned, especially in uh, Quebec. I mean, uh, if you smoke, you can't even uh, step out on your balcony to have a cigarette. You got to do everything inside. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's almost that bad. Yeah, and uh, if you don't, if you get if you get a ticket too, I mean, like uh, how how high are the fines? I mean, luckily, luckily, I haven't. I don't know about you, Dan. I don't know about you. Luckily, I haven't had been fined yet, but I've heard they go pretty high. I go, you'd have to you'd have to get caught like with with like having hosting guests in your home or something, and I. I think the if you're a, what I heard is something like if you're a guest in someone's house and you get caught, the fines are fifteen hundred dollars. And if you're the host and it's your home and you have people, the fines are as high as five or six thousand dollars. Oh, yeah, that's that's what last I heard what it was. And same thing, I think if you're caught outside after curfew, it's about fifteen hundred. Is that uh, Canadian or American? <laughs> It's Canadian. Canadian. It's about. It's not, not as bad. It's about, it's, it's about twenty bucks. You know, it's about twenty bucks US. Right? It's practically monopoly <laughs> money for you guys. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, there's there's a little bit more value to the Canadian dollar. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. I I haven't been to Montreal since uh, I I was eighteen, and uh, God. When I, I was elaborating on this last week when I was speaking to Frederick. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, he he's telling me how the area has changed since I was since I've been there, and uh, you know, just to share with you guys, I mean, here in the U.S., um, sometimes you can you can tell who speaks English and who doesn't. And when I was when I was there in Montreal, um, you know, I tried to speak to a couple of people who. At that time, I mean, there were there were people that uh, did not speak English. They're now pretty much, uh, from what I understand, everybody's uh, bilingual between French and English. I think it's a lot better than it used to be. Yeah, but I mean, also depends the area you go into. Yeah, if you were, if you know of a shopping center in Montreal called uh, Eaton, that's where the area I was in. Yeah, you should you should be able to be you should be able to get service in English in that area now. It's, it's pretty central, and and we get a lot of tourists there. So the the community, the, the, I mean, culturally, we there's a lot of pride in the in the French culture and the French language here in Montreal, and it's pretty cool because it kind of does separate us from the rest of you know that the rest of North America with uh, with a couple of exceptions, right? But um, there is some French in the South United States as well, right? But yeah, Creole for the most part, I think that. Yeah, Creole French in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so I mean, and that's and that's makes Louisiana a really unique place. And I think the same thing for Quebec. So culturally, there's a lot of pride. But I I think we you know we've opened up to uh, 
also opened up to servicing people in, in different languages and catering to tourism. So you, you should be fine coming by this time. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll take care of you when you come by. <laughs> yes, <Tour> indeed. <laughs> now, that does bring up one other question, though. Uh, would you consider uh, writing a song in French or at least having some French lyrics in it? I, I wouldn't, you know, say no to anything. Uh, I've, I've always wanted to do stuff in, in other languages, um, but, you know, it, the right opportunity has to present itself. That's me personally. Uh, for example, I'm Italian origin. My parents are, you know, uh, are from Italy. I'm first-generation Canadian. And uh, I always said I'd love to do a, a song or even if half the song was uh, maybe a chorus in Italian, if possible. And I wouldn't say it was Spanish or French or, you know, and any of the other languages I speak, you know, so it would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It, would, it would be original is what I'm thinking. Yeah, but I, I take, you know, um, I mean, maybe it's a bit obscure for some listeners, but Megadeth uh, had a song called A Tout Le Monde. And uh, I thought it was the coolest thing, you know. Uh, I, I don't even think Dave Mustaine is a is a, a French speaking human being, and here he is writing a whole chorus, catchy one too, uh, for a song, and it's all in French. And it was it was the coolest thing I remember like, listening to it the first time. I was like, wow, man, that is really smart. Yeah, yeah. Of course, see, I've gotten uh, I've gotten emails and I've got uh, hits on Facebook and thing, things like that from. There was one one band out of uh, Italy that uh, hit me up. They're called um, Mud Sand. And there's um, I've also had, uh, of course, uh, bands out of the uh, out of the Netherlands who um, a lot of them uh, mix uh, Dutch with with English. And of course, uh, the the uh, ties I have to South Africa too, as well. So I. I even if I can't understand the lyrics, I I will still listen. Like especially like when I heard uh, Rammstein for the first time. Yeah, I, I don't speak yeah. German, but still, it sounds good. Still, yeah, exactly. It's it, great. it's original to me, and that's that's why I want to hear it. Yes, absolutely. So, as as far as writing new material now, um, you. Like, like you stated, this is basically a project, not really a band yet, more or less an experiment. Um, so uh, is it, are you still kind of toying with the idea of uh, putting out another single, or uh, is it something that's definitely going to happen? You just need the time to uh, put together the riffs, write the lyrics, and all that. I mean, we, we already... Um, it's. It, it, it's funny because, you know, after we didn't really talk about it until the song was published and then we saw the response and then right away we started floating around the idea. So, you know, do we do a second one? And it seems like the, uh, everybody's, everybody who's involved would be, uh, would be up for doing another one. So I, at this point, it's just really about floating ideas around and, and making sure it makes sense. And, uh, so I, I think I'm confident I'm, I'm confident that we will put something else out and given that all the pieces are in place now and I don't, you know, I, I, I don't have to go through seven, uh, different drummers to, to get a, a, a track back. I, you know, Max is, is, is looking forward to doing it again. Dan's looking forward to doing it again. You know, Jean Etienne, I, I, th- I still have to talk to Brandon about it, but everybody else seems 
really eager to do it again, and all the pieces are in place. So I don't think it'll take 11 months this time, like it took the first time around, right? It was just a casual, fun project, so it took a really long time. But uh, all the elements are in place, right down to um, Kevin Jardine, who, who mixed the song for us and did a great job. So I, I'm confident that we can turn around the second song you know, much, much, much quicker than we did the first time around. And I'm crazy. I, I want like 10 songs so we, I can start writing lyrics and melodies. Like I'm, I'm ready to go, you know. <laughs> so it's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, yeah I think and we want to release something, you know, just to say, oh, let's add some more songs and, and do an album. I guess uh, I feel like we should have good material if we're going to do it, you know. Yeah. And and to that point, and like uh, when you look at the feedback we get, it's like, are you guys going to release more of this? So clearly, I don't know what more of this necessarily means other than that, um, you know, it, the song clearly resonated with, with people. There is something about it that, that comes to life when you hear it. It's full of energy. Um, I think there might be some nostalgia there too, because it kind of sounds, it's, it's got like, uh, it's definitely new music and it's got modern production, but it does have a classic rock vibe. So, uh, whatever we do put out to Dan's point has to, has to meet that expectation. And I, I think we, we're going to float around some ideas and make sure that whatever we come up with, whatever we present would, would fit that more of this that people seem to want to want to hear yes yes well uh i'm looking forward to it. you just just got to keep me keep me informed which i'm i don't think you'll have a problem doing to uh, no. I, I of course i gotta ask the the fan response well is the majority of that coming from there in canada or are you getting uh uh some response from uh from other countries too like like in south america where they uh, the the rock and metal scene there and uh, is uh, bigger than I could have ever imagined. Are you getting any response out of Europe or any anything like that? Um, I I don't know how far it's reached. I mean, we released the song Tuesday, so it's only been uh, you know what, what, five days now. Wow, they went yeah. five days. Um, and uh, so I know you know we know all obviously we're from Canada. We know a lot of people here, so that's yeah. where the majority of the response is coming from. Uh, but you know, I did tour the United States for like 10, 15 years. Uh, so I mean, I know a lot of people down there, you know, fans who became friends that I've kept in contact with all this time and I'm getting uh, messages and good response from them too. You know, uh, happy to see me getting back into it. And, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, uh, we, we've all got family in Italy. So hopefully, uh, some of our, uh, our family will spread the word and maybe get it up in Europe. Yes. And, uh, hopefully it'll keep going. Yes. Yes. I hear you there. All you're, right. you're helping us introduce it to uh, the United States, you know. So, so thanks a lot, though. We really appreciate this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. I would, I definitely uh, love to help push this stuff and let uh, you know because this is going to get pushed on to other DJs that I know, and uh, hopefully, uh, we're we're going to make this thing grow, and then uh, g you know, give you the opportunity to uh, you know. Uh, put put out more stuff because uh, you know we know you got the time on your hands to do think do that right now. <laughs> hey, there's one of the positives of, of all this madness. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yes. All right. 
Well, uh, that is all the questions I have for you. I want to thank you very much uh, for taking some time to uh, sit down and talk to me. I'm going to hit a music set pretty soon. Of course, since I don't have any any more songs by Outlier, but uh, you know that'll change in the future. I'm probably going to uh, I'm going to uh, cue a, a couple tracks from the old band One kind of refresh the listeners of uh, damn, five years ago. That's how long ago it was, how time has flown. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I want to give you this opportunity to go ahead and uh, give yourself a plug. Tell the listeners where they can find the outliers, whether you're, you got uh, social media, you got, uh, you got a website, Reverb Nation, iTunes, Spotify, and all that good shit. Well, it's very simple. You know, we have, we're keeping our, even our social media simple. We've got Facebook. So it's facebook.com slash the outliers. And we've also got the Instagram. Make it simple. And there's a link in the about sections where it's, you click on the, it says distro kid. You click on that and you can find all the uh, streaming links. And if not, you go to YouTube and write the outliers and, and the song name, Light Me Up, Enjoy the Ride. And you can find the, the really cool video, which, by the way, John edited himself because he's a, a videographer as well. So he did uh, all that while uh, I was working on the social media beforehand. And uh, it's been a team effort, this whole thing. It has to be, more than ever now. Yes, and, and we're going to beat this thing. You'll be able to step out of your house, hit a club, and uh, entertain some fans. The world needs it. We hope to do it in your area. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, you, you guys, uh, best of luck to you in your future endeavors up there. And uh, definitely keep in, keep in touch with me. Let me know when something new comes around, and I'll be pushing it out. Thank you, Billy. We really appreciate it, man. You bet. You guys take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, it's time to go to our first music set. Coming up, since we don't have any more tracks from the Outliers, I'll be uh, I'll play three songs by Danny's former band, which is just basically known as One. Going to have Kelly Rucker and Everlast in the mix. With that said, be back after this. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, do you kiss your girlfriend with that mouth?
of the rawest, rawest hardest, hardest, deepest, deepest pounding, pounding your mom can dish out. See your mom perform ass play at the Haven't Been a Virgin in Years Mega Store on the corner of 69th and 42nd in New York City. Your mom will also be performing oral, bent over the toilet, in the back door, and the acoustic version of Canine Love, along with many others. For the low price of $9.99, you can get your mom's pass on CD with tracks like With the Mailman, Slip and Slide with KY, Teabagging, Taking It All, and Nine Inch Dildo. And do not forget your mom's videos on sale for only $12.99 with titles like Your Mom Exposed, Your Mom In Through Her Outdoor, and Live With Your Mom, Rooter, Roar, and On Your Face. And look for the soon-to-be-released Your Mom's Harry Fox. With many collector's editions like 
sit on my face and tell me you love me, and the highly sought-after and rare Smooth Teen Fox. And do not forget to pick up a copy of the latest artist to sign on your mom's label, Bloody Rag, with their new album, Dripping Clot. Kidney Stone Magazine says that your mom performs on hands and knees better than a high-priced whore. So run out and drop a load on your mom. We did, we did, we did, we did, we did, we did. Good on Sunday. 
never know In the church of Texas
Who you trying to get crazy with, Whitey? Don't you know I'm loco? Since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps streaking on mm, But that train keeps rolling on down the city
coming, it's rolling around the bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling On down a stadium There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat, or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready, because it's just you, your Hunter Athletic Gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, Hunter Athletic Gear stands with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection and speed battle after battle hunter athletic gear is the brand celebrating your victory hunter athletic gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies including compression pants fight shorts hoodies vests caps and bikinis they can create custom branded ranges for your gym or business visit their website at huntermma.co.za gear up and let's train What news and information are your media dollars buying when the narrative is prescribed by the advertisers? Scripted lies, media brainwashing, and thought control. Take back your voice. Take back our media. But most of all, take back our First Amendment. Subscribe to Caravan to Midnight today for hard-hitting commentary free from political correctness and media bias as I and some of the most intelligent and interesting people on Earth delve deep into what really lies beyond the headlines. Three to four hour uninterrupted and uncensored information. Join our CTM family today. Join the movement. Join the fight for freedom and independence. Caravan to Midnight is media for the people, by the people, independent of commercial obligations or influence. For less than a cup of coffee per month, you can make a difference. Let the people fund the next news network. Help us grow. Help us create a platform where we place freedom of speech and thought first. Join the family at caravantomidnight.com. It's Heidi Summers, health and wellness expert with your local health update. I get so many emails and calls about CBD, the incredible oil from the hemp plant that's being used to provide relief to millions for joint discomfort, inflammation, and nagging injuries. It's the most talked about alternative health breakthrough in years. The CBD product I always recommend comes from CBD Labs, the gold standard of CBD. CBD Labs oil goes to work fast to relieve your discomfort and deliver the results one thought nearly impossible without a prescription. This powerful oil is not marijuana and contains no THC, the ingredient that gets you high. Oh yeah, CBD Labs oil has also been used to help thousands get a great night's sleep. Don't be fooled by all the imitators. Call now and find out how to get a free bottle while supplies last. To get your free bottle of CBD Labs CBD oil, call 800-605-2785. That's 800-605-2785. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call 800-605-2785. 800-605-2785. 
Mark your calendar and make plans now to experience Highway 30 Music Fest 2021, June 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th at the Twin Falls Fairgrounds in Filer, Idaho. With good food and drink, country music, Americana music, rock and red dirt, there's something for everyone. Performing Saturday, June 26th, Jade Marie Patek. George DeVore. Come and eat some bubble in me. Sam Riggs. It takes a bulletproof heart to love me. To love me like you do. And more. Sponsors of Highway 30 Music Fest 2021 include Bish's RV, Donnelly Sports, and Swire Coca-Cola. Have a great time while helping organizations and families in need. Highway 30 Music Fest will take place rain or shine. To order tickets and for more information, visit hwy30musicfest.com. Yo, baby, you've had your ass all licked by a fat man in an overcoat? You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine, take it home, and cram it up your ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Coldcock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic, Gear Up, Let's Train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. Not sure if that website is updated yet, uh, but I do know that USAC is still in full effect and still in business. Anyway, the song you just heard, well, you just heard a very rare twin spin. You heard one with their cover of Folsom Prison Blues. Before that, Everlast and his cover of the Johnny Cash classic Folsom Prison Blues. Before that, one with rock, Queen of Rock and Roll. Before that, Kelly Rucker with Church of Texas. And starting off the whole set, Never Say Never by One. All right, in just a little bit, I'll be speaking with Jericho Green. Got some uh, utter stupidity to talk about. But before I get to that, it's time to expose... The Outlaw Radio, Idiot of the Week. And ladies and gentlemen, the Idiot of the Week this week is the founder of Twitter. That would be Jack Dorsey. Yes. Uh, Basically, uh, working with big tech, going on the purge, deleting people's accounts, giving out uh, what they think is false information about the election, I mean, what uh, they they want it deleted because it's the fucking truth, you know, about the the election and about uh, now they're going on to the vaccinations for COVID nineteen. You post anything about that, they're gonna zap or suspend your Twitter. And Jack Dorsey, yeah, you keep on kissing that big tech ass, you stupid son of a bitch. All right, so with that said, now it is time for Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk. With Jericho Green. Outlaw Radio, conservative talk. I just want to tell you that America is the greatest place on earth. We will make America great again. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. We the people are the driver. The government is the car. And we decide where it should go and by what route and how fast. Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk starts now. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, once again for this edition of Outlaw Radio Conservative Talk, I am joined by the one, the only, Jericho Green. How you doing? Great, great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. You know, I honestly want to try to lay off the politics a little bit, but uh, with shit that's going on right now, I understand your catchphrase more than ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you feel my pain. Yeah. So, um, first off, uh, mathematics. You ever watch a movie made by John Singleton back in 1991 called Boys in the Hood? And I only counted. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I only counted. <laughs> heard of that. Yeah, I only counted three white people in the whole movie, and Lawrence Fishburne said, uh, after his son, uh, played by Cuba Gooding Jr., took a college SAT test along with his friend, uh, he said, you know, those tests are usually culturally biased, but the math is universal. So... Now, uh, math's not universal. It's, I don't know, one plus one equals, it's, that's racist. What, what the hell? I mean. They will leave no stone unturned. And if, if they, if they're, all stones are unturned, they'll find a stone that's been turned, throw it in the middle of somewhere else, and then turn it and make shit up. <laughs> it sure will. Because. It's all they have. All they have is this made-up, silly nonsense. They have to keep going. They have to keep getting crazier because none of this is rooted in facts. There's a ceiling on facts. They go only go so far. That's what it is. It's not going to change. Yeah. This, How sad is that? I mean, I used to call it a utopia. It's more like a dystopia that they want to have us in. There's, there's no limit to this, this fucking craziness well like i said a long time ago jericho i mean once you think you've seen the level the level of stupidity somebody always takes it up another notch oh yeah <laughs> hold my soy no lactose foam whip latte i'll show you i mean numbers are numbers i mean they numbers are the probably the most unbiased thing you're gonna find ever truly universal yeah but i'm pretty sure um and they'll whoever's whoever on the left is listening to this will uh, probably hear me and then say oh yeah he's right so they're gonna look up into the sky and what i know is the big dipper what you know is the big dipper they'll say oh wait a minute that's more like a noose and that's racist yeah, now we got to stop looking at the stars because they're going to find some some racist constellation or some constellation that was discovered by someone who was racist. This shit is ridiculous. Math, math was our one our one safe space for sanity. That was the one thing that was untouchable by this insanity, because like we said, universal one plus one here in America is two. One plus one in Japan is two. One plus one. In Saudi Arabia is two, but not through the, the sick prism of the left. They're talking about, well, 
it's not about the right answer. It's about the the student's background and how did they get there and how do they feel and what's their life experience. That's where shit gets messy. That's where shit gets out of control when you start injecting feelings. Some things just are what they are. Everything doesn't have to make everyone feel good and feel accepted. It's okay. People are tougher than you give them credit for. This shit is sick. And like I've said in my videos, the West Coast is the Petri dish for the rest of the country. All this shit, all the years, all the other states spent laughing at California. Look at all that stupid shit. Now it's going to spill over. Now we are the testing grounds for what's coming to a theater near you. As if, uh, you know, John B. Wells and all of them are saying that South Africa and Venezuela were the blueprints for what they want here in America. So, yeah, you got people in Venezuela that had to close the, the damn zoos and release the animals because people were trying to break in there and eat them so they can get some protein. That's a hell of a model. I and, you actually, know, Bernie, he was, yeah. for years, he was, uh, and uh, Sean Penn, Danny Glover, and all these other empty-headed Hollywood fucking weirdos were all, you know, worshipping at the feet of uh, uh, Chavez. But now it's not their crown jewel. Now it's not these, oh, we need to check out Venezuela. Venezuela is fucked up. And the reason they want to bring it to us is because the people in power, there's no change, whether it's communism or anything else. The only people it sucks for is us. That's why we're the only ones jumping up, at least most of us, I guess, most of the country is jumping up and down saying, we don't want this shit. There's nobody who's lived through communism who says, hey, let's do that one more time. No, I, I, in fact, I had a friend in school when I was in fourth grade. His parents had been there for probably five years, immigrated from the Soviet Union. And you, don't, you understand how happy they were here to, to be here? And they, they vowed to never, ever return to Russia. Never. Because of the way that uh, Goober Crotch was running things. That's right. And here, here they are. We're about to, they don't have to worry about going back to Russia. They're trying to bring Russia to them. And the, one of the other layers of insanity to this is there is documented proof of what communism does. This isn't something we read about in the history books that we can only imagine or, you know, maybe draw some pictures of what we think it was like. There's, there are photographs and there's footage and there are people alive who lived through it to tell us exactly what that fucking nightmare is. Yet, we don't want to hear it. We're like, we're in an abusive relationship. We, we don't want to hear it. We don't see it the way everybody else, we don't see the abuse that everyone else sees on the outside. This shit is crazy. There are people telling us, don't do it. Look at this, this footage. Look at this photo. This is what happens. Nope. It, it hasn't been done. What did Bernie say? It just hasn't been done right yet. Actually, there's a, I talked to a Native American uh, shaman. Told me that uh, socialism has only worked in one aspect in history. And I understood his point of view. And... He said, basically, socialism is, you know, t is dividing up whatever, whatever you get amongst everybody in the family. So, so they have, they have hunters that go out, go out, get a deer or a buffalo or elk or whatever. 
And that, uh, since, you know, they didn't have, that was their currency. And that, uh, that animal that they killed was divided am amongst everybody in the tribe. So, yeah, I can see how socialism will work in that aspect. But he even said that socialism does not work in a, in an economy where currency, where money is concerned. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that is so true. And in, in that form of socialism, everybody's contributing, whether you're, you're butchering the deer or you're cooking the deer or you're making tools and weapons out of what's left of the deer, or you're the actual hunter. Everybody is bringing something to the table. And, but in our form, in this new form, there's going to be a lot of people just riding the coattails of those of us who are contributing to society. And like you said, and like he said, when money's there competing, therein lies the problem. Yes. Now, you, as you know, if uh, somebody, somebody were to go into my Twitter and they go back all the way back uh, to 2009 or whatever, my original Twitter account, and s say I typed out the N-word. Like uh, say I didn't uh -oh. like oh oh I'd be, I yeah and today I'm a, I'm an outstanding citizen but they find that I'd be butchered alive yep so they want to invoke the past so much let's let's play their game Jericho I want to read something to you okay this sign that says. 5,000 cases carbonated beverages furnished by the Ku Klux Klan at Jackson, July 4th, 1924, by the Northern Coca-Cola Company of Michigan. Wow. So, <laughs> so tell, us, tell us more how to be less white if you want to really invoke the past on things, too. That, man, that shit... That is the epitome of racism. You can't treat anybody different. You can't persecute anybody. You can't hold them to a different standard because of their race. That is how it should be, and it cuts both ways. Same goes with affirmative action. Yes. That shit don't work. All we have to do is stick to equality of opportunity. That way... It's in your hands if you don't get as far as you want to go. It's your fault. We can't have this equality of outcome. That is unattainable, and it is fucking ridiculous. We can't have it. It's not going to happen. But equality of opportunity, that's what sets us apart from the rest of the world. That's what draws the rest of the world here. I'm going to get as far as I can take myself. I'm betting on me. But that kind of shit, telling people... You need to be less white, whatever that is. Are they? Is this like a skin tone thing? Are you guys supposed to like change your skin tone, or is white like a being? Is it a frame of mind? Like, what is this stupid shit? I read the list. It said be less uh, arrogant, less ignorant, less confident, and a few other stupid things. And then it says make sure that you listen and believe. Believe what? Believe in. Somebody believe in colored people or believe what they say to you. There's just too many moving parts of retardation in this whole situation. This shit is, what if somebody, we don't even need to go what if. We know how this story would end. But what if some company said, came out and said, you guys need to be less black? Oh. What does that mean? 
<laughs> you can't give me a, a list of what that means without it being racist. So how is that not the same for white people? I mean, and who is this? Who are these white people? Are they talking about corporations? Because that's something we can all get behind. That's something all colors of us can can form against. Are you talking corporations? But are you talking like regular everyday white people like out in the world? Because I see them dealing with the same issues that everybody else is dealing with. Health, money, jobs, the, 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 all the, the regular non-corporate head white people deal with the same shit everybody else is dealing with. So are you talking to them? Are you saying white people have a problem because they're white? <laughs> Man, what the fuck? Somebody hit the button. You remember you riding the city bus and you pull that little cord back there so they can stop and let you off the bus? Yeah. Somebody let me the fuck off of this bus. This shit is stupid. Well, Coca-Cola did me a favor. They really did. Because I'm, I'm going to admit that I have an addiction to soda and my blood pressure is getting up there. And I've gained, <laughs> especially since I've gained weight from working at home all the time since this COVID bullshit started. Well, mm-hmm. and the sodas I like are made by the Coca-Cola company. Well, you just you just gave me a reason. You gave me the motivation to help kick my habit because I'm done buying Barks Root Beer and I'm done buying Fresca. I mean, so I guess, uh, thank you, Coca-Cola? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's about the only good thing. Yeah, yeah, they did me a favor. So you know, and I'm and uh, gave me a reason to to work on kicking this uh, addiction that I have. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's one silver lining. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's getting more and more ridiculous. I got called out for being a racist five years ago because my dog was black. So how <laughs> don't you treat your dog well? I, I fed him, I walked him, I played with him. See, the shit, it, it's hard as a normal person to, like, you ever have somebody say something so dumb to you that it takes you a minute to dumb down your mind enough to comprehend what they said. And oh. it's that kind of, this shit, if all you did was change the, the race of the people involved the country would be on fire. These people would be doxxed. They would lose their job. Their family would turn on them. All this horrible shit, which shouldn't happen to anybody for something like that. But that's what would happen. Just like uh, Biden the other day. Now, obviously, he didn't say the N-word. I listened to it very closely at high volume. He said, nigger. But he said it so quick. That that's what it sound like, sounded mm-hmm. like. So, knowing that's not what he said, knowing it's a mistake, if Trump said it, again, we already know. It would be on loop 24 hours a day, seven days a week, on all at CNN, MSNBC, all that bullshit. That's all they would talk about. They would be finger-banging themselves because they finally caught Trump. Just, it would be disgusting. I mean, it's cricket. Even though it was a mistake, it's cricket. I mean, just like Goya Foods, because the 
because the owner of Goya Foods was a Trump supporter and wasn't afraid to admit it. So Trump decided to show his support of Goya Foods by taking his picture with a can of beans and some cookies and whatnot. And, and of course, there's that, who's that one idiot with the fucking, with the fucking glasses and the white hair along with uh, Cuomo the homo. On oh, Anderson t- Cooper? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't stand that little bitch either. <laughs> you know, we're, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and here's our so-called president taking a picture with a can of beans. Okay, so you can't take two minutes out of your life to take take a picture with a can of beans and then tend to business. That's what he fucking did. But, yep. <laughs> you know, but uh, the stupidity, I'm just realizing, you know, the stupidity is just up to no level. So... I decided to take to social media, Jericho, this week. I wanted to call out somebody from Black Lives Matter, and I wanted to call out somebody from Antifa. And uh, I asked the I asked this person from Antifa who answered me, uh, "Do you know who George Soros is?" And they said they would. They said yes, they do, and he belongs in the White House. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with them? Uh, okay, okay, you're you're entitled to your own opinion, but as as retarded as it is, okay. So it, because because George Soros is an anti-capitalist, and he's this, and he's that, and he's just the perfect leader. Yeah, why don't you take a look at the economies he's helped crash? And oh. if he's such an anti-capitalist, how did he become a billionaire? Yeah, and why, okay, and if he's so great, why do, why, why is it that if he goes back to, uh, or he got driven out of Budapest, where he's originally from, they don't want him there, and if he goes to Russia, they're going to kill him. He's got a death warrant in Russia. So, something to think about. They don't give there. those a boy, huh? They don't give those a Boy Scouts. Nope. And so, a member of Black Lives Matter, I, I wanted to ask questions about reparations. And, of course, he said uh, that uh, nowhere in history were there, was there ever white slavery. And wow. so, I asked him, well, what about when, when the Vikings from Norway went into, went into other parts of Europe and uh, when they, whoever they didn't rape and pillage... They enslaved, and he, you know, he had no response for that. And I can guarantee you, all those people they did that to were white. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, about ninety nine point nine nine percent of them. Yeah, because Vikings they didn't go into Africa, they didn't go into Asia or any place else. They they stayed within Europe. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. Uh, yeah, there there was white slavery, a lot of it, and I mean everybody. Yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, you watch the movie Three Hundred and watch how the Spartans were were so glorified, you know, and how the Persians were so terrible because it was an army of slaves. If it wasn't the uh, the Persian immortal soldier, but uh, what did? What did what did Spartans do? They took slaves. They they weren't they weren't perfect. No, just like the saying says, "To the victor goes the spoils," and the spoils meaning your women, 
your uh, able-bodied citizens to be slaves. That's how things worked. No, America does not have a monopoly on slavery. If, you, if they don't think they were white slaves, I got some Irish people that they might want to talk to. That shit, we're in the information age. Everything that's ever been known by humankind is in your back pocket or your front pocket or your bag or whatever. We all have phones. We all have all of humanity's knowledge at our fingertips. Everybody took slaves. The Indians took slaves. The Africans took slaves. Who do you think sold the slaves to the Arabs and the Europeans? They didn't just show up in Africa knowing where everybody was. No. Warlords beat the shit out of somebody else, took their able-bodied people, sold them to the Arabs and the Europeans who were coming to America. And there were a very small amount of African slaves to come here. Most of them went to other countries. There's a very small amount here. There weren't even a lot of people here when slavery started. I mean, why are... Every Every slave in America was not Kunta Kinte. They were not beaten and whipped and, you know, had their families split up and their women raped and all that by the master. That did happen, but it's like a lot of other things. If it bleeds, it leads. This, the, they're only going to tell you about the worst of it, the most appalling stuff. A lot of slaves in America were more like indentured servants. They worked all day. They went home to their family. They had a home on their master's property. And at some point, they were freed. And... Slaves just weren't cotton pickers and tobacco pickers. They were masons. They worked on the docks. They were blacksmiths. They helped in many other facets. But all they tell you about is the lowly sharecroppers who were beaten and Kunta had his foot cut off. That's all they tell you about that shit. And not only is it detrimental to other people who aren't black who hear just that part of our history, but it's detrimental to black people because they think that's all they were. They think that's all they were were some dumb cotton pickers. That's not true. No, it's not. They're not, not. going to tell you that shit because knowledge is power. And if you have power, you're not going to be suckling from their fucking federal teeth. Now, are you familiar at all, Jericho, with the uh, Brazilian martial art of Capoeira? Oh, yeah. Man, there's a movie called uh, Only the Strong came out when I was a kid. Yeah. I used to love that movie. So yeah, so the so the art actually capoeira you they can they can say it's a Brazilian art, but truth is it's actually an African martial art because um, because African slaves were rebellion and there was a huge huge tr- trade slave trade in Brazil for African slaves and a lot of them rebelled and so they and they used a lot of them uh, they still passed on the uh, traditional um, ceremonies from their uh, indigenous backgrounds passed on from generation to generation. So Capoeira was was made from the African dance into a martial art. It was basically disguised as a dance and turned into a fighting form, which I find very, very fascinating. But, yeah, I mean, it's because they had a brutal... Brutal, one of the worst slave trades in the world in Brazil. Yeah, thanks, Arabs. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, and to, for people, just think of, just think of the conditions where you have to hide that in a dance. So the, and to where you are so fed up that you are creating a way to defend yourself and break free from your, from your captors. 
And for people to go through shit like that, and all you're going to tell me is they were just a bunch of dummies that they threw on a boat and came here and picked some cotton, or I guess in Brazil's case, maybe bananas or sugar cane or some shit, that's all they amounted to? That's bullshit. That's an insult. That's just like when people say that, oh, well, America's just as racist as it was before the Civil Rights Movement. So all those people that had the fucking skin stripped off of them with fire hoses and had German shepherds hanging off of their fucking forearms and we had their churches blown up and all that other shit, you're going to tell me that they went through that for nothing? That they went through that and the needle hasn't moved at all? It's a bunch of fucking bullshit. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, so, you know, getting into this conversation I had with a member of Black Lives Matter, I wanted to ask about reparations. And in a nutshell, I mean, I said uh, slavery in America lasted for maybe 200 years, maybe a little bit longer. I could be wrong, but it really wasn't that long. It was maybe two and a half centuries. I don't know. So... I asked him if there's ever going to be, because what, it, what it's going to be is his descendants are going to want reparation from my, de, my descendants, and, and it's just going to pass on from generation to generation. Keep paying, keep paying, keep paying. And he said, I asked him, is there, an es, is there going to be an expiration date on that to call it even? He, sa he said, maybe in a thousand years. <laughs> See... It's people like that, man, who perpetuate this bullshit. Uh, Booker T. Washington, I believe it was in the late 1800s, he was talking about how there are some Negroes out there who will continue to churn the racial tension in America because it's profitable. And that hasn't changed to today. People are going to be constantly stirring this shit up because it's profitable, whether that is, that's in the form of money or that's in the form of Oh, you know, uplifting all these poor people and make it easy for them in affirmative action. It's not their fault that you're treating you. That's a disservice to people to not give them personal responsibility and treat them just like everybody else. You're treating them like little children. If my son, who's five years old, if he pees in the bed, hey, it's okay, son, I'll change your bedding for you. Go back to bed. You just had an accident. Maybe you had too much water before bed. If I piss my bed, my wife's probably going to leave me because you're too old to be pissing in the damn bed. So when you treat people like that, it's insulting. And reparations, hey, it's too late. All right? We missed it. The ship has sailed. We missed it. The Japanese people, they did it right. They got their money. And, they, and another difference is they gave the money to the people who were affected, who went through it. They gave it to the people who were behind the chain link fences, who had their businesses and their homes taken. They gave it directly to them. It's different with slavery. Obviously, the slaves are dead. How do you determine who was a, a relative of a slave, a descendant of a slave or a slave owner? Then it's going to end up being a tiny percentage. So you're going to have this small pocket of this group getting paid for that. And that's going to cause animosity. It's a messy situation. It's like stepping in a, in a pile of dog shit. You're never going to get that off your shoe. It's too messy. Drop that shit. It's over. All yeah. right. Sorry, what the, it's over. This shit this is ridiculous. It's too messy. There's too many fucking moving parts. It ain't going to happen. Move on. And as far as that kind of shit, 
in a way, you've already been paid back. You're in the greatest country in the world. A little hard work, the, what you can gain will shit all over what the government would have threw you for some damn reparations that they're probably going to tax you the shit out of on anyway. Yeah, exactly. Jericho, I do want to ask, I do want to ask you this. So say that uh, you are, and say that you are, and you know that you, you're the descendant of a slave like uh, Kunta Kente or something, and you meet uh, somebody who is a descendant of the slave owners that owned that relative of yours. I don't think, I. for one thing, I know you're not going to be, be say, put your hand out and say, pay me, you owe me. I, what are you going to say? You just you just shake his hand and say, let's let's uh, bygones be bygones, that it's old, or how are you going to react? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. I never had to pick no cotton. I never fucking, I was yeah. never a slave. I don't earn it. I don't deserve it. If, if it were even offered to me, I'd, I'd be like, hey, why don't you put that into a, a college fund for my kids or something mm-hmm. like that. But I, I didn't earn that. And just, we're all descendants of some fucked up people. We're all descendants of someone who did something fucked up, you know? So, I mean, I really wouldn't care. I mean, it's not like I knew the person who, who his family were, were the owners of. And what kind of slave owners were they? Were the ones that, that I talked about that were the majority? Or was he one of the, you know, Django Unchained types? I don't know. I really, I would have nothing to say to him. Hey, you know, do you know anything about the family history? I'd, I'd love to know that. I, I'm, I'm a, a big fan of history, but uh, I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> You know, and it, just n- another thing, too, that just uh, I recently found out uh, that just makes me sick to my fucking stomach was um, there was a reality show uh, probably, oh, maybe five years ago, maybe maybe more, I don't know, about uh, the descendant of H.H. H. Holmes, if you know who he was. No. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Herman Webster Mudgett, better known as Dr. Henry Howard Holmes, was one of the most notor- notorious serial killers in in uh, American history. I mean, uh, he was he was worse than Ted Bundy or uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, whoever put together. Uh, and uh, oh, wow. they think this man might have been Jack the Ripper because uh, he because it was proven that he uh, disappeared from America and did take a, take a boat to England. And while, of course, that time the, the murders in America had stopped and all of a sudden this is going on in England. They can't prove that he was Jack the Ripper, but uh, they sure tried. Well, his uh, great-great-grandson wanted answers about this, you know, just wanted, wanted to find out if he was Jack the Ripper. Because he's a descendant of such an evil son of a bitch, he got all kinds of hate mail and death threats and all all this shit. That, you know, I mean, Henry Holmes was fucking executed for his crimes. (laughs) Why does the... And that was like... Yeah. That was a hundred years ago, a hundred some years ago. 1896. He was was hung. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> that's so ridiculous. If you look back far enough in every single person's family tree, you're going to find some fucked up shit. Maybe it's not to the level of a serial killer, but those were different times. Those times were more brutal. 
people were more brutal. Now, if we beat a country in a war, we're not going to grab their women and rape them in the streets and all that kind of shit. We don't do that anymore. But back then, that's how things were done. Back then, even in America, they used to have uh, public executions. You bring out the family, they would have vendors. It was almost like a county fair with people getting killed at it. We don't do that anymore. We change. It was a more brutal society and things that we, you know, would clutch our pearls over. And, oh, my God, I can't believe they did that was business as usual. You ever see a picture of a little seven-year-old kid with fucking coal dust on his face because he just came out of a damn coal mine for 16 hours? We wouldn't dream of that. I wouldn't dream of sending my nine-year-old daughter out in the world to work a fucking job. But back then, that's how it was. My grandpa, when he was 12, his job was to hit cows over the head with a sledgehammer who didn't die from that steel rod that they put in their head. We don't do that anymore. See? So yeah. things that we yeah. are appalled by, that was just a Tuesday. See, yeah, and the, like I said, you know, the fact of the matter is, too, is that H.H. H. Holmes was executed. He was punished, you know, and... It's put to bed. Why do they have to threaten this man who's only a descendant of the man, doesn't do the evil shit that his great-great-grandfather did, just wants to live a normal life, and but wanted answers for his past, and that's why he did that reality show. Man, maybe doing that reality show was a mistake or something. You know, he should have done it privately or something. But this woke society is like, not only do, if... Uh, the, the sins of the father must be paid for by the son, you know, I mean, and even if the father pays for him, the son must continue to pay for him. Oh, it's sick. I, I can't remember who it was, but they said that all the stuff that the far left, you know, all the stuff that this woke society that they bitch about, it's all in black and white. It's all old shit. It's all racism, Jim Crow. It's all old shit. There's nothing new. It's all a bunch of old shit that we've either made laws against, we've fought wars over, we've taken major steps as a society to change it. But you can't legislate perfection. You can't legislate people's feelings away. Humans are the worst thing on this planet. There are going to be people that do, other, that do things to other people for fucked up reasons. But the government can't fix that all. You don't need to be involved in all this shit. You don't need to destroy people's life for something that they weren't even around for. That's like you getting arrested for something that happened on the day you were born. You were a fucking newborn. You can't even hold your head up. But you're supposed to pay for some shit you weren't even capable of carrying out. It's, man, it's crazy. And it's so dangerous and it's so weird because it's such a small portion of the population that is that rabid and crazy. But they seem to have the loudest bullhorn and all the control. Yeah, just like that, I was uh, listening um, about this article that was written, uh, I think, at one of the universities in Texas. This uh, Hispanic person wrote an article called, Your DNA is an Abomination. So, I mean, what kind of, that is just, I don't think that kind of hatred even existed way back when. Yeah, and you know, Way back when, when racism was at, it, was at its height, was at its highest, was at its fucking zenith, that's when colored people, people of color, whatever the fuck people want to say, that's when we were most prosperous. 
That's when we own the most businesses, the most homes, the lowest numbers of out-of-wedlock births. We were happy. We were more prosperous as a people. But the government got involved with their war on poverty and fucked everything up. They need to just leave it to us. Leave it to us. We got it. We are so much more intelligent and better at everything than our government. Yes. Yes, indeed. You know, I mean, like, like I said, you know, I, I, I'm trying to get uh, more MMA fighters for the second hour. I want to get, uh, you know, more uh, talk on uh, pop culture, but God damn, the j- fucking left just will not let me, you know. They, they won't. We try to be done with them, man. Yes. They just won't let us. I mean, stop the shit. We want to get on with our lives. You know, it. So basically, if if my DNA is an abomination, do I do I have to go into the afterlife on my day of judgment and apologize for being a homo sapien? You know what God's going to say? He's going he's to look me in the eye and say, why are you ashamed of the way I made you? Yeah, something you had no control over. None. And, and, that, and what a... What a, a a disgusting thing to say. Your DNA is an abomination, something you have no control over, therefore you're evil. Like there's no people of color who have done, who have committed atrocities against other people that look just like them. Never mind doing it to somebody else. They do it to somebody that looks just like them. That shit is disgusting. But you know what? As foul as that is, he should be able to write that. Because the free market... The general society will take care of that. If I imagine most people don't agree with that bullshit, so no one's going to read it. Therefore, he will go away. You don't need to get involved. You don't need to dox people. and that, Because it either has to be okay for all of us to say shit or none of us to say shit. Because that creates animosity. You can't give one a bullhorn but put duct tape over the mouth of everybody else. True. It's fucked up. If you got... You got a group of kids, and you give one kid a popsicle. What do you think is going to happen to that kid when you leave? Those other kids are going to turn it back. You're going to share that? They're going to be mad at that kid. They're not going to like that kid, and they're going to fuck with that kid because you're giving them something they all can't have. Everybody can have it, or nobody can have it. That's the only way we can progress and move forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, especially, you know, um, uh, Satanism. Is a, is a good example. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie. That shit scares the hell out of me. But if somebody wants to go stand in the middle of a fucking pentagram and kneel before s- some statue with a goat's head and rubies for eyes and all that crap, they do have that right to do so. Who am I to say yeah, they true. can't? They can't do that. Yeah, because they might look at the way we do things. And be equally appalled. You know, and that's fine. As long as your shit's not spilling over into my shit, and you're not forcing me to agree with the support which you do, man, I don't give a damn. Look, look, at we kill cows by the million. Over there in India and shit, they let them roam free. They're on the road, on the beaches, in your front yard. They're appalled by the way we treat cows. And that's fine. And they bathe in just cow don't shit. Come over, <laughs> yeah, just don't come over here. Preaching, looking down your nose at me, 
and we won't have any problems. People are different, man. Let them be different. That's what makes this country great. You can yes. come here, be whoever, be whoever the fuck you want, and nobody's going to bother you. Or that at least yes. that's the way it once was. <laughs> but just everybody be able to say what you want or nobody. You can't pick and choose. That's fucked up. That's why people leave those countries to come here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, Jericho, we are out of time. I want to thank you very much once again for joining me because, uh, like I said, we had a little bit more to cover. Uh, you could please go ahead and uh, once again plug your YouTube and uh, your Jericho gear. Well, you know what? It's funny you mentioned YouTube because I have I will be suspended from YouTube for one week because of uh, one of the videos where I said that um, Schumer shows Biden how to steal our money easily because when he was showing him how to go, you know, to circumvent the Senate to get access to their stimulus money. And, uh, yeah, so that's basically what it said. And it says it goes against the guidelines that you can't speak against the election results. YouTube doesn't allow that. And it's misleading. All this bullshit. I didn't even, I didn't even talk about the damn election in there, but whatever. So the video got taken down. I'm off of there for a week, but check out my archives um, and check on me again in a week when I come back. Come roaring back. Um, but you can find my YouTube channel, Jericho Green. Same with Facebook. Um, if you go to any of my videos in the description box, you'll see a link for Green Gear. Um, I got great designs coming out. As a matter of fact, I just received a hat that I ordered today with my new logo on it. Um, if you like my videos, you'll like the merch. Please check it out. And for the whole year, 25% off Jericho one, all caps. And the number one is the promo code. Again, thank you. I love coming on the classic metal show. It's great. I love the conversation. And we always like to talk guns. I just got a forward oh, grip yeah. on my Mossberg 500 that I took out on some uh, Bureau of land, land Management property. And it was fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 I heard, I heard about that too. And, uh, should I ever make a trip there to Northern California if I can? I think uh, hopefully uh, you'll be part of the new California. Maybe we can uh, go pop off a few rounds and some pop cans or something. Oh, hell yeah, man. You better hit me up if you come out here. And if there is a new California, that's where I'll be because the old ones suck shit. <laughs> yes, indeed. And you know how it goes. <laughs> I try to be done with the left, but they just won't let me <laughs> all right jericho you take care thanks you do the same talk to you later you bet all right with that said ladies and gentlemen it is time to go to our next music set coming up we have tom mcdonald that's gonna be an interesting song by him gonna be followed by carl Kling, eva under fire nikki briar and a good classic from man of war we'll be right back after this. How dare you and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask, Do if I fart? You really know how to waste a Cialis, don't you? You're abusing my fan. <laughs> I 
think it's crazy I'm the one who they labeled as controversial And Cardi B is the role model for 12 year old girls There's rappers pushing Xanax at the top of the billboard But if I mention race in a song I'm scared I'll get killed for it It's backwards, it's getting exponentially dumb It's more difficult to get a job than purchase a gun Eminem used to gay bash and murder his mom And now he doesn't want fans if they voted for Trump We're ashamed to be American You should probably love it Cause you have the right to say it and not get strung up in public As children we were taught how to walk and talk But the system wants adults to sit down and shut up Cancel culture runs the world now, the planet went crazy Label everything we say as homophobic or racist If you're white then you're privileged, guilty by association All our childhood heroes got me too'd or they're rapists They never freed the slaves, they realized that they don't need the chains They gave us tiny screens, we think we free cause we can't see the cage They knew that race war would be the game they need to play For people to big teams, they used the media to feed the flame All these people screaming facts, but they fake woke Hate their neighbor cause he wears a mask or he stays home Has a daughter, but his favorite artist said he slays hoes Picks her up from school, music slaps on the way home Censorship's an issue cause they choose what they erase There's a difference between hate speech and speech that you hate I think Black Lives Matter was the stupidest name When the system's screwing everyone exactly the same I just wanna spend Thanksgiving Day with food and my family Without being accused of celebrating native casualties We got so divided it's black and white and political Republicans are bigots Libtards if you're liberal There's riots in our streets And it's just getting worse Y'all screaming deep on the police Y'all are genius for sure They're underfunded already They're way too busy to work Order food and call the cops See what reaches you first Segregation ended, that's a lie in itself That was a strategy to make us think they were trying to help They knew that racism was hot if they designed it to sell We buy up every single box and divide us ourselves They And wonder why it isn't working That's like sleeping with a football team To try and be a virgin Politicians are for sale And someone always makes the purchase But you and I cannot afford it Our democracy is worthless If a man has mental illness Call him crazy Say it silently When countries going crazy We accept it as society Get sick and take a pill When the side effects get you high You get addicted Like these rappers dying Fighting with sobriety Censoring the facts Turns our children into idiots They claim it's for our safety I'll tell you what it really is Removing information That empowers all the citizens The truth doesn't damage Points of view that are legitimate They're trying to change Amen to amen and women How do we let them Make praying A microaggression Instead of asking God For the strength To keep winning We cheat to get ahead And then we ask Him for forgiveness Feminism used to be The most righteous of fights But these days It feels like They secretly hate guys I don't trust anyone Who bleeds for a week And don't die I'm just kidding But everything else That I said is right
Stinky Canyon. Stinky Canyon used cars. Hey, get your ass down to Stinky Canyon used cars for the best deals on used wheels. Check out this great deal on the barely used 20th anniversary edition 93 Ford Fiesta wagon. How much would you pay? $22,000? $14,000? about this fantastic, ridiculous, I'm going to lose my house selling this car to you today? $49.95. This price can't be beat. Your ass should be in this seat. Need financing and bad credit? We know you do. You suck. Hell, look at that t-shirt you're wearing. Here's the king of financing, Vinny, to tell you all about it. Hey, yo, this is Vinny the King. Just bring some cash with you. You know what I'm saying? And the names and addresses of your loved ones. And you'll be driving away one of our luscious automobiles. Don't worry about being late on the payments neither. We give you a generous grace period of two whole days before Lil Vito he breaks your f***ing legs. Get down here now to the stinky can. You use car year in no payments till next year. Blowout factory rebate. Close out low down payment. 0% interest. Total and trade at 15th annual 10th event. Now we can see a new world coming into view. A world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. The new world order does not mean surrendering our national sovereignty or forfeiting our interests. Your eyes are blind. 
thought machine controls the scene so well it doesn't show How can I contain this anguish and this pain Knowing that your eyes are blinded by the lies Have your eyes been blinded by the lies Have your eyes been blinded by the lies Yes, your eyes are blinded by the lies Yes, your eyes are blinded by the lies Have your eyes been blinded by the lies Yes, your eyes are blinded by the lies 
USAC Incorporated, the United South Africa Coalition, comprises groups and individuals around the world working together to create public global awareness of the genocide in South Africa and to develop community restoration programs that will make South Africa a safe place for all races to thrive. USAC works to inform world leaders of the present-day conditions in South Africa through documents, news reports, images, videos, publications, petitions, and witness statements to unite with South African leaders to bring meaningful assistance to people in South Africa, to educate and develop trade schools to improve the quality of life in South Africa, to enact employment laws that are fair and equal for all in South Africa, and to work on trade development projects to improve South Africa's economy. To join USAC and for more information about USAC and what you can do, visit usac.center. This is The Renegade Show. You have three different scenarios here, and I'll give them to you. No, I said scenarios, not Cheerios. Coming to you coast to coast and around the world on your favorite radio station. How did you get Cheerios from scenarios? All right, it's time for the Renegade Pick of the Week countdown. Here we go, counting it down all the way to number one. Who farted? Yeah, we like to welcome you to the Renegade family. Does anybody even remember Doogie Hauser? I think it's fair to warn you that by listening to this show, you're committing a misdemeanor in four states. Three children are asking their parents where babies come from. Two children run away, and one mother ends up crying by the end of the show. This is the Renegade Show. Go to Facebook.com slash Radio Chris Master to find out days, times, and stations of where you can catch the Renegade Show. Hey, everybody, it's your boy West Dog from the GF6 Show reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's G-F-S-I-X.com. You know what we do. Blow it up. Support Outlaw Radio and friends and buy some cool stuff in the store section of OutlawRadioABS.com. Show the world how much you love Outlaw Radio with Outlaw Radio t-shirts and hats. In the CTM store, a service of Caravan to Midnight, find items to help make your life easier and better, including water purification by Berkey, delicious long-term storable food by My Patriot Supply, the New Eden Nutritional Support System, the Ionic Toothbrush System, a better way to clean your teeth, the Invisible Mask, a negative ion generator, that hangs from your neck like a pendant that mitigates incoming pollution. The high ion bio key quantum scalar energy pendant, EMF mitigating fabrics and clothing, and some really cool infrared night vision binoculars. In the Cranked Up Coffee Shop, a service of Cranked Up Live. Entertain your taste buds with coffee that even the aficionados love. Some of the best blends from around the world, including Serato and Grindhouse Brew. Visit outlawradioabs.com and click on the store link. A service of Outlaw Radio and AOW Productions. From the bowels of a nondescript building in a little hick town, this is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in the mood to deal with you today, you stupid asshole! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outlaw Radio, brought to you by Cold Cock Whiskey. Raise your glass, take a shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. Hunter Athletic. 
Gear Up, Let's Train, and USAC, the United South Africa Coalition. Go to USAC.center for more information. The songs you just heard, you just heard Man of War with Heart of Steel. Before that, Nikki Breyer with Unknown Soldier. Before that, Ava Under Fire with I Will Fight. Before that, Carl Klang with Blinded by the Lies. And starting off the whole set, Tom McDonald with Fake Woke. And as Chris would say, it is time. This is Outlaw Radio. News of the Weird. From the Outlaw Radio newsroom, it is none other than I, Bad Billy. And I don't have the soundboard to fool with that hasn't been installed yet in this new computer. So most likely I'll have that next week. Anyway, let's have a look at what's in the world of weird news. Los Angeles man reunites with cat who vanished 15 years ago. A cat that went astray about 15 years ago has been reunited with reunited older and maybe wiser with its owner. Brandy, a brown tabby, was reunited Monday afternoon with Charles, who adopted her as a two-month-old kitten in 2005. It's amazing. I think it's unbelievable, he said. I saw her, I picked her up, and she started to purr, and it was very emotional, Charles said. It was nice to have her in my arms again. I did break down and cry because I thought all about all of the years I lost her, he said. Brandy was found Sunday in Palmdale, about 40 miles from where Charles lives in the San, Fer San Fernando Valley area of Los Angeles. A computer technician who didn't want his name used said Brandy strayed only a few months after he adopted her. She went outside in the afternoon in our in a to excuse me. She went outside in the afternoon to our backyard he said, but when it got dark, he went to bring her inside. She wasn't there. Charles drove around looking for her, checked animal shelters, and put up signs without any luck. I was very sad, he said. I wanted her back because when I adopted her, I made her a moral up I made her a moral obligation to take care of her for her for life. He feared she had been killed by a car or a coyote. But I was hoping someone would take her off the streets to take care of her, and I guess that's what happened, he said. Charles went on with his life. He moved to another place in the valley and adopted two younger cats. Then on Sunday, he received a call from the Los Angeles County Animal Shelter in Palmdale and another from the company that made the microchip and planted in Brandy when she was adopted. Charles had changed his address and home number, but luckily his cell number was the same as listed on the microchip. I was skeptical. I thought must, this must be a mistake, Charles said. 
Maybe there's a one in a million chance it's brandy, but 15 years, it's highly unlikely. Still, I said, yeah, the microchip wouldn't lie. On Monday afternoon, he went to Palmdale to, to look at Brandy. She was older and very skinny, he said. Randy needed a little help. She was malnourished and weighed only six pounds. She basically weighed as much as when she was a kitten, Charles said. Her nails had grown long enough to wrap around her paws. Charles suspects that somebody found her as a kitten and kept her all those years without bothering to check whether she had a microchip. He believes she must have become separated or run off several months ago. But she was the same calm, gentle, sweet cat he remembered, Charles said. Charles decided he wouldn't keep, he couldn't keep Brandy under in this one-bedroom apartment with two younger cats. But Brandy is staying with his younger sister nearby, and he intends to visit often. She doesn't have a lot of energy, but seems very content, Charles says. She purrs a lot. She seems to be happy to have a home again. That's kind of a heartwarming story, don't you think? <laughs> Let's see what else is in the world of weird news. Wax celebrity statues mingling with guests at New York City Steakhouse. Let's hear what uh, the video has to say, shall we? Finally, the one and only Al Roker, who I'm being told is now out of the park. He's walking somewhere around New York City. Well, Al's got good taste. He's a foodie. It's not a total surprise that he popped up at the famed Peter Luger Steakhouse over in Brooklyn. What? Except that's not actually <laughs> Al Roker. That's Al's wax figure oh. from Madden Tussauds. It's on loan to Peter Luger's restaurant to help fill out some of the tables <laughs> while the dining is limited. It. So you're one of the 35% that can go into Peter Luger's and you look around, you see Al there now. Audrey Hepburn also uh, is there. She'll stare at you while you eat your sizzling bacon. John Hamm, of course, is sitting at the bar, which is perfect. Look at that. And uh, who else is there? Oh, Jimmy Fallon, I think, yeah. is inside Peter uh -huh. Luger's having a little lunch. Al, what do, you, what do you make of all this? <laughs> uh, which Al? Which Al do we? He's. That's he's, wax, it's wax, wax figure. Yeah. Oh, he can't okay. talk. He can't uh, talk because he's wax. Yeah, he, Al does. Nonverbal physical quite, dad humor, too. It really is quite the honor. <laughs> quite, quite the honor. That's we do it all, you know? Even got the red glasses. Oh, he's a mime now. I like Even that. Got the glasses. Oh, my, yeah. Oh, you just I need the nose. Hey, uh, how long's the walk to Peter Luger from where he is? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's over in Brooklyn. That's, yeah. a, that's a little bit of a walk. He ain't doing oh, that. Across the street. Hold right. on. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, all right. You. Yeah. Yeah, go out, go. We're going to see Alan in just a couple of minutes. He's making his way here to 30 Rock. Yeah, so here besides me, it's Larry King's feet. All right. So <laughs> I think that pretty much covers the article right there. You can go to Luger's restaurant and pretty much uh, visit the Wax Museum. Of course, we got these uh, stupid COVID-19 restrictions. So, yeah, they had to bring the place to life somehow. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Wild Australian sheep gets sheared of 78 pounds of wool. Holy shit. 
Yeah, this will be up on my Twitter. That is, if I still have a Twitter after making Jack Dorsey the idiot of the week. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. The ailing animal was found in a forest outside of Melbourne and named Barak, B-A-A-R-A-C-K, by rescuers. A wild ailing, ailing sheep was found in, in a forest in Australia named Barak by rescuers. It yielded a fleece weighing more than 78 pounds, nearly half the weight of, a, of an adult kangaroo after being shorn the, for the first time in many a year. The sheep was found by a member of the public who contacted Edgar's Mission Farm Sanctuary near Lanesfield, Victoria, about 60 kilometers north of Melbourne, according to the mission's Kyle, Kyle Ber Berend. I guess that's how it's pronounced. It would appear Barak was once an owned sheep, but, said Berend, he, he had one time been ear-tagged. However, these, these appear to have been torn out by, thick, by the thick matted fleece around the face. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you only see this thing. It would appear that Barak was once... Oh, yeah, so... Sheep need to be shorn at least annually, otherwise the fleece continues to grow and grow as happened here, said Berend. After his much-needed shearing, Berend said Barak's fleece weighed 78 pounds. Whilst its hooves were in great condition from running over the, from running over the rocks in the forest, he was a bit in a he was a bit of in a bad way. He, he was underweight, and due to all the wool around his face, he could barely see. Barack is now settling with other rescued sheep at Edgar's mission, Baran said. It all goes to show what incredibly resilient and brave animals sheep really are, and we could not love them any more if we tried. Another heartwarming story about an animal. Yeah, I, li I like that. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So, with that said, it is time for shower thoughts. Honeybees are by far the most underrated paid workers in the world, producing a product everyone enjoys. That is, we continue to have bees because they are an endangered species, so I've heard. It's weird that some of us share our living spaces with little furry animals, with, with a little furry animal who hangs out around and shits in a pox. <laughs> if you kill one person, you kill many generations to come. So think about that next time you want to commit murder. People with allergies are more frequently blessed versus those without. People who eat while using an open mic need to cast into the, the outer darkness where 
There is weeping and gnawing of the teeth. When you're a teenager, you're trying not to get a boner. When you're older, you're trying to get a boner. Since Meghan Markle is an actress, she could play herself in The Crown. After the rich colonize Mars, the rest of us finally the rest of us can finally fix Earth. As children, we're told to beware of strangers on the internet, but it's mainly the older generation that fall into scams due to digital illiteracy. Whoever decided to cross the fuel and... Uh, got words I can't pronounce, okay. The last bite of a cookie isn't really a bite because you, you don't bite it. You just put it in your mouth. If you read a thriller in Braille, you can feel the tension of the story. Keeping your child's first tooth is wholesome. Keeping all your teeth is creepy. Here, keeping all their teeth is creepy. <laughs> I want to keep all, I wish I had still all 32 teeth, but I want to keep what I got. Warmth exists, but cold does not. Everyone worries about the guy who is always upset, but no one worries about the guy who's always happy, even though they both have depression. You don't know you're forgetting something until you forget it. A broken ruler still works. It's just not as long as before. Old English was New English until the new New English was made. All of life's problem in problems intensify, fade, go away as soon as you can't find a place to pee. Don't downgrade your dreams, just fit with, with your reality. A rat... Uh, no, never mind, more words I can't pronounce in there. All of us know and generally agree on the level of profanity each curse word has. Self-confidence is trusting yourself to eat, potatoes, eat tomato soup in a white shirt. Your whole life is trying to recover from being born. Santa would sound a lot more sinister if he said, he, 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 or ha, 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 after Merry Christmas. When Samsung users keep their phone in their pockets, they are the guardians of the galaxy. The clapper probably won't be very popular in overweight couples' bedrooms. <laughs> now that's just fucking wrong right there. <laughs> If big cats like mountain lions were a normal pet instead of house instead of house cats, some people would pay absurd amounts of money for a mini cat. If mermaids can breathe both underwater and in the air, they are amphibious. Mermaids are frogs. If ghosts were real, then glowing back glowing in the dark would make them a valuable addition to the green energy movement.
There are thousands of women out there named Morgan Freeman. <laughs> on a leap year, everyone, excuse me, on a leap year, everyone paid on salary basis is working one extra day for no additional money. The prediction someone makes while watching a movie tells a lot about the, them and how they think. In Ghostbusters 1984, everything Walter Peck, the guy from the guy from the EPA, says is correct. He is the true hero of the movie as Ghostbusters actions were would have left most Manhattan uninhabitable for century. The show Tailspin is an animated version of the A-Team. Everyone speaks about where we go when we die, but nobody speaks about where we were before we were born. I don't believe in that reincarnation bullshit myself. Getting a haircut is something to look forward to until you start going bald. At that point, they become depre depressing. <laughs> Afternoon naps as kids, we pretend to be asleep. As working adults, we pretend to be awake. Homophobic parents feel like they failed as a parent when their child is gay, but disowning them for the pinnacle of parenting to them. Ding-dongs killed knock-knocks. <laughs> the only advice we all seem to agree on is not all to fuck with the, the Wu-Tang Clan. Let me re repeat that. The only advice we all seem to take we all seem to agree on is not to fuck with the Wu-Tang Clan there. TikTok is a safe space for bad dancers. The only Charlie Brown, the only reason Charlie Brown kept trying to kick the football because, excuse me, the only, the only reason Charlie Brown kept trying to kick the football was because Lucy let him hit it once. If zombie attacks and infects a pregnant woman, the baby becomes a zombie as well. Well, yeah, we've seen that in the uh, 1994 version of Dawn of the Dead. Or 19, 2004. Yes. Yeah, have you seen that one? That, that was a, a great remake of Dawn of the Dead, too. Yes, indeed. Cow meat is beef. Pig, cow meat is beef. Pig meat is pork. Deer meat is venison, but chicken meat is chicken. Actually, it's poultry, so I don't know why he put it that way. Some dads probably took advantage of snap blip and finally come back from the milk run. Actually, I got to check the, the, the meat uh, comments on this one here. Chris likes to check the comments. And see if somebody corrected him and saying that it's poultry. Yeah, somebody said poultry. So, there you go. Yeah, that, that was not a good one there. Waiting for a toaster to pop is an anxiety for inducing experience. 
Fries fill you pretty well, but as soon as you take a bite of that burger, they're all gone. When you go to bed, you become a blanket for, or, excuse me, when you go to bed, you become a blanket for your pillow. The difference between being smart or stupid could be acknowledging that you're stupid. You're either above or below average or literally everything. You may have met a genie at some point and successfully used your third wish to undo the past two wishes by wishing you never met them. I kind of like that. Ocelots imply the existence of ocelittles. No one knows your high school, excuse me, no one knows you like your high school friends do. You can make love to yourself, but you can't break up with yourself. We can't get rid of the ego. We can, all we can do is look away from it without choice. Most advertisements for guys are targeted on what women find attractive in them, but it's not vice versa. Staying awake is easier than falling asleep due to... I, I don't know. I can't read that fucking word. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> You're famous if someone makes a statue of you. You're very famous when someone wants to tear it down. Yes, indeed. And that's been proven a lot lately in this political, politically correct world we live in and all the bullshit that uh, they're trying to pull. Pilgrims, pilgrims probably fantasized about banging other pilgrims. Guess what the cat did? Never has a positive answer. Girls need tissue after, excuse me, girls need tissue after watching a chick flick. Boys need a tissue after watching a chick flick. Uh, <laughs> grape flavor was invented by someone who's never tasted grapes. Fish sw swim around in salt, but never get thirsty. Oh, you should uh, say sea fish, because there's also freshwater fish, too. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for News of the Weird slash Shower Thoughts. All right, so upcoming agenda now... Um, I've got uh, some people hitting me up that uh, want to be interviewed. I've got Shauna O'Donnell, who has somebody on the agenda for me. So which one of them it will be next week, I don't know. But I definitely, definitely have have some stuff coming up. Coming up. So I have a gentleman uh, by the name of Nick King. I'm pulling up his profile now. And, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, asking me to inter interview the band members of uh, Crossovers, K-R-O-Z-O-V-E-R. Uh, you know, I got Shauna asking me for stuff, so 
There's lots to put up uh, on uh, the upcoming agendas soon. Yeah, I just, I don't know when exactly, but I, I can tell you that uh, something is coming up for sure. And uh, I'm going to try to keep it less political, but, uh, you know, like I said, you know, these idiots on the left are just always got to bring something to the table for me every fucking time. They, they you know, they, they can't behave. <laughs> anyway, with all that said... I'm going to end this edition of Outlaw Radio. I'm going to end the show with uh, something pretty good that I just discovered. Uh, when I went to Rock in the Spring, uh, Las Vegas in 2017, there was a band there out of Michigan called State of Mind, and I had a brief interview with them for Asgard Radio. Anyway, they recently covered the Garth Brooks smash hit, The Thunder Rolls, along with uh, No Resolve, and I'm going to cue that to close the show. Thank you very much for tuning in to Outlaw Radio, and I'll be back next week. Are you tired of modern pop music that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to piss up a rope. We give you our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what? This is Outlaw Radio. Telephone in a faded flannel gown Asking for a 
Hey everyone, Bad Billy here. Do you own a business? Or perhaps you're in a band. Or maybe you run a radio show or podcast. Whatever you do, you want to market your brand with custom-made apparel. Look no further than Fresh Baked Tees. T-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, caps, beanies, koozies, banners, and even masks. You can get them all custom-made from Fresh Baked Tees. Prices are reasonable and negotiable. Simply go to FreshBakedTees.com, submit your logo, and place your order today. If you've been searching for a show that talks about what's trending in the world, entertainment gossip, stupid news, and more, sizzling talk radio that is not dumbed or watered down, a show that is not for pussies, then you need to stop searching and check out the Charles Richardson Show. It's uncensored talk radio. No crybabies. No losers. No fucktards. Charles Richardson and crew bring it 100% with real opinions. If you can't take it, Get the fuck out. You can even call the show and flap your gums, provided you have a brain. For the 411 stations and showtimes, like The Charles Richardson Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Charles Richardson Show. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18. The Charles Richardson Show. You want some? Come get some. America was founded to escape the elites, but today they run our country. There is no longer any difference between our politicians and the elite media who report on them and the Hollywood elites who bankroll them both. They work together in some newsrooms and boardrooms and Washington backrooms and star-studded champagne fundraisers to decide for the rest of us what's news and what's not, what's true and what's not, who gets protected, who goes to prison, who gets our money, and who gets our vote. These elites threaten our very survival. And to them we say, we don't trust you, we don't fear you, and we don't need you. Take your hands off our future. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Hi, it's the big voice guy. The one who intros and promos the show you're listening to right now. Hi, my name is Jim Hunt. I voice for a growing list of internet and terrestrial radio stations, podcasts, and businesses. I'd love to spread the word about yours, too, no matter if the message is serious or silly. Whether you want the delivery to be hard-hitting, voice of authority, or conversational, warm, and fuzzy. From fully produced station imaging and commercials to custom phone system messages on hold and IVR prompts, voiceovers for computer games to narrations for presentations, even post-production audio editing and audio cleanup services. Yeah, I do them too. I'm your guy. I do business as Jim Hunt voiceovers and audio services. My rates are reasonable and negotiable because I love internet radio too. Visit my website, jimhuntvo.com. I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening. 
listening to Outlaw Radio. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 208-957-7016. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at OutlawRadioABS.com. Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW Productions. Well, here I am sitting on a porch writing another song. Wailing, Willie, David Allen, cool. You can't go wrong. Such great outlaw boys just like me. Man, can't you see? Because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song. The outlaw song. George Jones. 